0: Hello and welcome, fellow film buffs. I am Hunter Van Lira, and I'm joined by my baby boy in a pink onesie, Zach Troll. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you. We are the box office lizards each and every week. We deep dive into the movie sphere to watch and review any and all films to ever grace the silver screen. We also, I've noticed, we're just a very heavy information-based podcast, which is not a lot. You don't see a lot of those these days. Most podcasts are two people ranting. We're giving people some hard facts. I like that about That
1: us. That's definitely not just copy and paste it off of IMDb. You, but not everybody but...
0: wants to look at it, bro. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but... And then they're not all from Wikipedia and IMDb. Some of them are from my brain, depending on the movie, but most of them are uh, just lifted and slightly edited. <laughs> well, what are we talking about
1: today, Hunter? So this
0: week we're talking about a Christmas story from 1983. I've seen this movie three times total in my life. I've seen this movie more times than I've seen myself in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, there's a note later on that talks about how often this thing gets fucking played, and it's like, ugh, it's one of the most overplayed Christmas movies of all time, and it's just it okay. It's just okay.
1: Okay, it is, but also, like, see, the, uh, the reason why a lot of people both, like, love and hate this movie is because of TBS. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason why this movie has, like, ha- has, like, the, the big enough cult following that it does. Hmm is because of the 24 hours That's what I was that about, TBS yeah. does.
0: You know, uh, my lady friend Courtney, she hates, she doesn't hate this movie. She's just, her dad plays it every Christmas, like all day, every day. And she's just sick and tired of watching it. And I felt the same way watching it this year. I was like, this is just okay. Like, it's a good movie, the dialogue's great, the performances are good. But everything else is just like, it's just, it's fast, it's more fast-paced than we thought, but that's not. Yes. But the movie's not fast paced. The runtime is fast paced.
1: It's just that I so with this movie for me, like one I when it when it comes out to the Christmas, we we watch it like three times on TBS, then we turn it off, and then we watch like Christmas Vacation, A Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, the Polar Express,
0: Fred Claus. You got to add Fred Claus to your list. It's I've Vince seen Vaughn. Fred
1: Claus. Fred Claus is like, eh, it's not, it's not that good. <laughs> Fred
0: Claus is poopy. It's only funny because Vince Vaughn is a giant man child.
1: <laughs> so is Hey Elf. Uh, I, I'm surprised uh, a, a lot of a lot of Christmas poopies I realized didn't make the list this year for us.
0: Hey Zach, fun fact: I've never seen Elf once. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I've never seen Elf one time. I've hold, never seen it. I've seen bits and up. pieces. Cause who hasn't seen it? Like, hold but I've up, never seen up. it okay. in its entirety. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> you know what? The one for Christmas Eve. We're canceling that one. We're watching
0: Elf. <laughs> Which one you put on Christmas Eve? Oh, that's totally fine. <laughs> I've seen we're that movie twice. Elf. I've seen every, I think I've seen every single Christmas movie twice, except for Christmas Vacation, I think I've seen once. And Elf, I've never seen at all.
1: That's, oh my gosh, like, I, um. And I'm
0: a big Will Ferrell fan. I so, just joined late in the game.
1: I, I recommend you watch the movie, then go to, like, Netflix and
0: watch the Christmas movies that made us. Oh, I plan on Because they it, have yeah. that episode about Elf. Uh, yeah, it came out recently. So good. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, I'll I'll wait to watch Elf, not live reactions, but like, so I can give you a proper note section. Because a lot of the note section, like, I've seen this yes. movie. Christmas Vacation, I'll probably give you my live reactions. And when we get to our Christmas movie on the 25th, I watch this movie all the time. I'm going to give it my live... Hello? <laughs> what just <laughs> Baby happened? Baby Yoda fell off my bookshelf and landed on my microphone. <laughs> Baby Yoda, Why? <laughs> Get oh, back that stated. in, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> that stayed in. He's fucking straight pimping it with hats now. Then you know, also it's his queen on it.
1: When we get to to, to next week, uh, I will give a, since um, I I need you to go onto the YouTube page and just, and decipher what are your picks and, and what are uh, everything. Cause remember we have those dedicated oh, playlists. I keep forgetting about the dedicated playlists. I
0: see them pop up on the YouTube feed, um, and I'm like, nice, episode's up, good. But I, I got, yeah, I really gotta like Iron You know,
1: like I, cause I, so, I, 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 when we get to next week, when we, since next week, next week is Christmas mm-hmm. vacation, guys. Um, I will, I will give an explanation of why I personally pick that.
0: Yeah, that is your pick. Elf will so, be your yeah. pick as well. <laughs> and then I'll throw the yes. last one in there.
1: Uh. So so is the Christmas oh, yeah. story, too. And Shark <laughs> Boy and
0: Lava Girl, too.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I need you to uh, to just go onto the YouTube page and just mess around yeah. with the pics. Or I'll just
0: let you know, because I don't... No, I should have access to it. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. um, let's get to that overview before we keep rambling on about nothing.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, I'll do it for us. You think? I think. <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah. <laughs> A Christmas Story is a 1983 American Christmas comedy film. Excuse me, I got a lot of burps coming up. A film directed by Bob Clark and based on Gene Shepard's semi-fictional um, anecdotes in a 1966 book in God We Trust All Others Pay uh, All Others Pay Cash. With some elements from his 1970 book Wanda Hickey's w- Wanda Hicks No, w- Wanda Hickey's Night of Golden Memories and Other Disasters. It stars uh,
0: Melinda Dillon, Darren McGavin, and Peter Billingsley.
1: And is a second class, second class, and is a, a seasonal
0: class. <laughs> seasonal. It's classic. a second class film in, classic North in North America. Fuck America. these people
1: <laughs> Hey, um, fun fact. Uh, Peter Billingsley, who plays Ralphie, is an is one of the elves cool. in Elf.
0: That's cool. That's nice
1: you once you see his face, it, it's you, oh you'll, yeah, I know what he looks You'll like. be able to tell.
0: Yeah, I mean it's still a couple of years ago, but I'll I'll remember. Speaking of Peter Billingsley, though, let's go through the cast real quick. So Peter Billingsley is Ralphie. We have John Shepard as adult Ralphie, aka the narrator. We have Ian Petrella as Randy, Melinda Dillon as Miss Parker, Darren Gavin as the old man slash Mister Parker, Scott Schwartz as Flick, R.D. Rob as Schwartz. Which is they should just switch those <laughs> actors and Zach Ward as Scut Farkus.
1: So actually, fun fact: at one point, uh, Scott uh, Zach Ward followed me on Twitter. <laughs> at one point, he randomly he followed follow me on Twitter. Um, let me double check that. Actually, like if I if he still does, there'll be a screenshot right here. If not, if,
0: tag him in this uh, episode. When we posted up on the twitters, no, he, oh, he no longer follows me. You probably made a Christmas story post and he followed you, and then he was going through his purging. He was purging his follower list and he was like, "Fuck this kid."
1: Oh no, it, it wasn't even that. It was randomly. I was like, "This was like back when I was still like living oh, in Gulfport." Yeah. Mm, he randomly followed me. <sighs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Budget
0: for this film was three point three million dollars and box office was twenty point six million dollars. So it made bank.
1: I think. I think yeah, this is like the the biggest box office that we've had for the one of the biggest our, box office games, well.
0: especially from the '80s. I
1: I, th- I think outside of um Clerks, this was oh yeah, this is a
0: yeah with a small this budget, was this, this was, was a big gain. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I, um, yeah. So this film, I I will just give my own brief uh, thoughts on it. even though know, we kind of we kind of ran through it, uh, in our intro. Th- this film is. It's a timeless classic. It's pretty.
0: You cannot timely. deny that. Like, <laughs> it's pretty outdated, brother. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, okay. The one scene is outdated. There's a lot of scenes. The one There's scene a... <laughs> at the end is very outdated. There's a lot.
0: Bowling. There's a lot of scenes that are outdated, Chief. But uh, I know what you mean by timeless classic.
1: Okay, I. I I enjoy this film. I I used to be. I was that one person. On Christmas who had this constantly running on TBS yeah I don't know why <laughs> I, it, the, the, the channel never changed it was always yeah, this
0: I've never been big into this the Christmas movies I watched are uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas I watched some animated ones I watched the Santa Claus cause who doesn't watch the Santa Claus you know like yeah, you know, I don't know I'm not really a huge Christmas movie guy I'm more of just like, if I want to watch a movie, I'll watch it. doesn't matter what time of the year it is. And I watched a lot of the Claymation movies, like Year Without a Santa Claus, Rudolph, etc. Those are always fun. Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: All right. Uh, do you want to start us so, off the note?
0: <clears throat> The screenplay for The Christmas Story is based on the material from author Gene Shepard's collection of short stories, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. Three of the semi-autobiographical stories on which the film is based off of were originally published in Playboy magazine between 1964 and 1966. That, that's all right. <laughs> Yeah, it is. That <laughs> Shepard later good. read Duel in the Snow or Red Rider Nails uh, the Cleveland Street Kid and told... The otherwise unpublished story of Flick's tongue on his W O R radio talk show, as he heard one, uh, as one can be heard in the DVD extras of the movie. Bob Clark states on the DVD commentary that he became interested in Shepard's work when he heard Flick's tongue on the radio in 1968. Additional source material for the film, according to Clark, came from unpublished anecdotes that Shepard told live audiences on the college circuit. So that's cool.
1: So I'm actually kind of obsessed. So I I own this uh, digitally. And there's no DVD. Well, you commentary. probably didn't get
0: the. Uh, well, I mean, it's. I mean, I guess it's DVD commentary. But there's there's been a bunch of releases for this movie. I think mean, there's been like seven or eight. So
1: I know I I I, I got the most recent like release. I got I uh, okay, think up last gotcha. year. So
0: you probably got like one of the anniversary ones that doesn't have a commentary on it. No,
1: it's not even that. It's Either. just a plain one. I, I'm kind of upset. Like I I would have loved to hear the, the commentary behind this guy because I know i'm not sure if it's in our notes you'll probably say if i start bringing it up about the dogs when they attack the turkey apparently like that was supposed to go differently from what i understood i i if i if i find out i i need to remember it correctly but like um when we get like when we get further down to Mm -hmm. the plot and notes but so actually i'll I'll say now fuck it um so with the dog scene, apparently they, they weren't supposed to like destroy the kitchen. Mm. They, they 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 legit destroyed that. It set. looks fucked
0: up in the mood.
1: Yeah. Um, if if I if I find out the, the proper thing, I'll link either the article or the YouTube video in the mm. description. Because yeah. it's a good lesson. Uh, I'll, just do the... I'll just do the short two paragraphs because I'm still mm-hmm. having the coughing fit. <laughs> According to uh, Peter Billingsley, not many major studios were interested in a story about a little boy in the nineteen forties who wanted a BB gun for Christmas. Billingsley said the studio agreed to make this film if Bob Clark agreed. To but make I, I, a I
0: I looked I looked huh? to try to find the Bob Clark horror film that came out after Christmas Story, and there's none.
1: Huh? So I guess he just said. I, I think this that
0: left. he uh, he promised the studio. Well, he didn't promise a studio, but he said that he would make one for the studio. And then stuff just ended up falling apart, and then the contract expired or something. Because I I looked, I didn't see it. He had a bunch of Christmas movies. Oh, uh, not Christmas movies. He had a bunch of horror movies that came out before 1983, but they came out in like the 70s, mm-hmm. like 74. I think he did one of the. I think he did Black Christmas, Bob Clark. The original Black Christmas. Maybe that, that came was out in it? 1974. This movie it, is.
1: No, but like no, but this movie could have been in. I mean, post yeah, the books have been movie. out
0: since the 60s, so maybe. But Peter uh, Billingsley um, wouldn't have been born by then.
1: True, true. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> the baby. <laughs> uh, according to the director Bob Clark, Jack Nicholson was given the script and was very much interested in the role of Mr. Parker or the old man. However, Clark didn't uh, learn of his of this until later, and the studio didn't want uh, to pay Nicholson uh, like oh the Nicholson fee. Um, anyway which would have uh doubled the budget regardless clark said that um Darren McGavin was still better was still the better choice and was born to play the a role. lot of
0: uh Darren McGavin's Imagine. um uh yelling when he was in the basement was uh unscripted
1: oh, i I, yeah, he I, I, heard, I heard about cool. that um oh uh fun little um uh, continuity error that I noticed in the first scene when he goes down and fix the furnace, um, the, the mom, like, I think she, she's opening up the, yeah, the vent, I noticed I this too. We're closing it. Um, she, she moved the top one and, and kept the the bottom one to, to the, okay. She moved the top one to the left, the bottom one to the right. But when they do, I think an over the shoulder of, mm-hmm. of Randy or, or Ralphie, the bottom one is moved to the ro- is moved to the left, and top one is moved to the left mm-hmm. is moved yeah. to the right.
0: I saw that too, and I was like, "That's weird, it's a weird little goof." But
1: um, but now j- j- just imagine if Jack Nicholson was uh,
0: that would have been an interesting turn of events. I don't know, like I-, I think in the interim of this, he did uh, one of the Batman movies. No, that was '89. Never mind. Um, it would have been interesting to see Nicholson as uh as the old man, but I think it would have been like. He's too recognizable, if that makes any sense. Like, I watched this movie, and I recognize literally no actors from this.
1: Yeah, that, I think that that's what kind of also makes it, like, more of, like, a, a heartwarming
0: film, yeah, in you, a sense, you, kind you, of. or at least you're like you're not looking go, um, at this and going, oh, that's Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's Chris Evans, like with a lot of the yeah. Marvel movies nowadays. You know? It's just like, oh, this is just, like, a kid and his family, and they're doing a Christmas movie. That's cool.
1: But also, I I like a lot of things that I like in this movie. So the the actress who plays the mom, she
0: breaks. Oh, she, she ends up a laughing lot. a lot, yeah. And I I, I love that. And they, they leave some of that yes. stuff in because it works with the, what the scene is. Because essentially, this movie is a comedy.
1: Because like I think I think her her laughing at the old man as he fixed the the leg lamp, I think that 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 was just her yeah. actually laughing. And then um at the Chinese restaurant everyone breaks character oh yeah because
0: <laughs> <'Cause> the, everyone <laughs> you have the rah, and then you have the whole duck thing and then the guy just chops the duck's head off yeah, and everyone's like oh my god you can see the kids are like freaking yeah, because, out because like <laughs> um
1: yeah because the, the old man um darren mcgavin he breaks here because like he, he turns away and mm-hmm. covers his face when, yeah. when they chop the head off the duck and he just starts cracking up. Mm-hmm. I, I love
0: that. It's fresh. It's nice.
1: Because I I, I I I prefer having genuine reactions rather than a retake mm-hmm. on a scene. Yeah, comedy comes in but, waves. So. Yeah. So uh, director
0: yeah, so Bob Clark reportedly sent Scout to 20 cities before selecting Cleveland for exterior filming. Cleveland was chosen because of Higby's department store in downtown Cleveland. Since Higby's was exclusive to Northwest Ohio, the department store referred to in Shepard's book and the film is most likely Goldblatt's, located in downtown Hammond. But uh, until they selected the Hig, uh, until they connected with Higby's, location scouts had been unsuccessfully in had been unsuccessful in finding a department store that was willing to be a part of the film. Higby's vice president Bruce Campbell, not the same one. <laughs> agreed to take part in the project on the condition he'd be allowed to edit the script for cursing, which is why they say fudge and why a lot of the, um, the ranting from the old man is like, you know, just like yelling in the background.
1: I, I, I still, I still think that uh, that makes the movie so oh, much yeah, charming. Oh yeah, it's great. Even with like the rock of fruck And then when Ralphie's yeah. beating up Scott and and, 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 and the yelling fudge. all that, apparently
0: that was all scripted by the way. I don't think I have yeah. it in my notes. Peter Billingsley said uh, Billingsley said that um the entire rant of him fighting Scut was an entire script. Like it wasn't like just nonsense say words. It was all legit words that were written down on a page.
1: I I so like my favorite like kind of like my my three favorite scenes with curses all, all involve
0: the kids. Fudge.
1: <laughs> well, n- not even that. Like, um, like the first one where we're introduced to um Schwartz, um, he goes smartass
0: and yeah, he talked. L- smart l- l- smart l- l- he's talking ass. to talking to Fletch. or Flick
1: And then he got um just before he touches the, the uh, when flick touches his tongue to the pole, and then, the Dakota ring. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Dakota
0: ring bitch. thing was fucking <laughs> like, funny. Yes.
1: Like, that is my favorite, like, scene of there, when he goes, like, a crummy commercial? <laughs> Son of
0: a bitch. Uh, that's always good stuff. You know, there are really good scenes in this yep. movie, but it just didn't keep my attention. and wasn't so, you'll see my review, it's not a bad score, it's just not, like, a high score. So, yeah. It's not... Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> yours is, is very high nostalgia bait as well. So, uh, the Red Rider BB gun was never manufactured in the exact configuration mentioned in the film. The Daisy Buck Jones model did have a compass and a sundial in the stock, but these features were not included in the Red Rider model. The compass and sundial were placed on Ralphie's BB gun, but on the opposite side of the stock due to Peter Lee's being left-handed, which I just think is a little cool. Uh, hmm. Yeah, you got it.
1: The Chinese restaurant is named uh, Bo Ling. There's a neon sign across the top of the storefront that reads, Bowling, except the W is not <laughs> I lit. thought
0: that was really funny. Because um, the dad talks about, like, what if I want a bowling alley? And then he gets a bowling ball for Christmas. Like, it, it's just... And then, to wrap it all off, the far ra 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 Christmas is, you know, it's called bowling without the W. And then it, it's just... It's, it's clever.
1: So, I, um... I, so I, I've seen, like, I, I've seen the... The Fox, like a Christmas Story, live. Oh yeah, musical. that's got Maya Rudolph in it. Yeah, uh, God awful, <laughs> my dad.
0: Did you see any of the sequels yet?
1: And and, and I I refuse. No, no, to there's see the second
0: th- there's two or three sequels. I'll get to them when we get down to the later in the notes. I, there's like two or three sequels.
1: I refuse to fucking see them. <laughs> um, so.
0: Stop dying.
1: <clears throat> um. I'm trying. So uh in uh, in the musical they actually do a callback to like chinese restaurant scene but instead doing the father uh, do you follow law la. and um and mr chen from uh, hangover i I forget his I forgot the actor's uh, name ken jong yeah ken jong he goes um and they go along with it and and the father goes oh that's nice he goes and then he he turns to the father and goes what were you expecting <laughs> something else <laughs>
0: That's really good. <laughs>
1: or, or 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 even um in in the cutaway gag in Family Guy and they have and they have them do the far the, the rah rah and Peter Griffin goes, Yeah guys, your favorite Christmas movie is racist. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is a little racist. Just, Just a like, little bit Well, nineteen eighties. Well, who wasn't racist in the nineteen eighties? Am I right? I mean, the nineteen, uh, yeah, nineteen eighties. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, you have a coughing fit. I'll read the next line. So, director Bob yeah, Clark please. stated in the film's DVD commentary that both he and the author Shepard uh, wished for the film to be seen as amorphously late thirties, early uh, late thirties, early forties. A specific year is never mentioned in the film. Numerous sources, though, included the New York Times and CBS News, that have dated back to early nineteen forty, give or take. Shepard has actually yeah. Shepard was actually in Miss Shield's second grade class at Warren G Harding Middle school, uh, Elementary School during the Christmas season of 1928. So they can just math it up to figure out what time it was. That's kind of cool. Uh, initially overlooked as a sleeper film, A Christmas Story was released a week before Thanksgiving in 1983 to moderate success, earning about $2 million in its first weekend. Robert Ebert, who gave the film four stars out of four, added the film to his Great Movies list, suggested the film only had modest success because holiday-themed films were not popular at the time. Vincent Camby's mostly negative New York Times review complained that the movie's big comic pieces tend to only be exceedingly busy, though Mr. Billingsley, Mr. Gavin, uh, Miss Dillon, and the actress who plays Ralphie's school teacher, Teddy Moore, are still very able. Uh, they are very less funny actors than in television situational comedies. So...
1: Yeah. And I, I get
0: what they're meaning. The vignettes um, are a little meh.
1: Oh, yeah, I... That's, like, the only thing I hate. I, I hated the, the like Some vignettes. of the vignettes are good. Um, like, uh, also... in the
0: plot section, I have the vignettes listed. Some of the vignettes are actually good, but others are just like, come on. you yank yanking my chain here.
1: Also, um... Might I add, too, since I, it, it, it's going to be addressing the plot, uh, Ralphie's grade of a C-plus is unfair. He put that shit yeah, in a fucking book. He's the, the only one who didn't
0: book. hand it in on like, crumpled up pieces of paper. They gave him a C-plus. He handed that shit and in, in a book. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. He
1: should have got at least like a B-minus. <laughs> B-.
0: He handed he that was in like, a book. Here's a goddamn printout fucking foldable folder book. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he he. Here's a bar, I, I think he even had like, yeah, it was like a
0: binder, and he was. A they were like, "Nah, fuck you."
1: <laughs> I was like, "No, that's not fair."
0: Was a little so fucked
1: unfair. Up. Um, I, I'll read the two. I'll read the three lines that are there. well, the three paragraph, mm-hmm. the, the short ones. Uh, the film would go on to win uh two categories in the fifth uh genie nope. award. Is that right? Uh, for director Bob Clark and best original screenplay for the work of Lang, uh, Alay Brown, uh, Bob Clark, and Gene Shepard. By Christmas 1983, the film was no longer playing at most venues, but remained in about a hundred theaters until January of 1984. Uh, gross earnings were just over $19.2 million, Uh, In the years since, due to television airings, the home video release, The Christmas Story, has become widely popular and is now an annual Christmas special. The film was produced and released by um, MGM. Uh, The rights to the film were acquired by Turner Entertainment and Ted Turner purchased of MGM pre-1986 film library. Subsequently, uh, Time Warner purchased Turner Entertainment and currently holds all rights. The films Yo, as uh, speaking media. of MGM,
0: I watched Mank the other day. It's really, really good.
1: Ah, yes. Yeah. Send that to me. Send then. it no, to. It's on Netflix. Look at it. Well, it, it's the, okay, okay, it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's the
0: new Fincher film with Gary Oldman. It is really, really good. Uh, Turner
1: Broadcasting has um, maintained ownership of the broadcast rights since the mid '90s, airing the film in, uh, increasingly on T- uh, TBS, TNT and TCM by 1995 the airing on those networks combined six times on December 24th through December 26th and in 1996 it aired eight times over 3 days yeah, due to the
0: increasingly pop due to the increasing popularity of the film in 1997 TNT began airing a 24-hour marathon dubbed 24 hours of a Christmas story consisting of the film shown 12 consecutive times, beginning at 8 p.m. on Christmas Eve and ending 8 p.m. on Christmas Day. This was in addition to various other yep. airings earlier in the month of December. In 2004, after TNT switched to a predominantly drama format, Sister Network TBS, under its comedy-based Very Funny moniker, took over the marathon. Clark stated that in 2002, an estimated 38.4 million people turned in <laughs> tuned into the marathon at one point or another, nearly one-sixth of the country. TBS reported Uh, 45.4 million viewers in 2005 and same amount plus a little bit more in 2006. In 2007, however, uh, new all-time rating records were set with a high of um, 4.4 million uh, on Christmas Eve. Viewership kept going up and up and up and it ends up being shown 250 times on all the Turner family networks. This movie was just overplayed till it died, essentially. Well, I
1: said, well, okay. So th- this movie is still oh, overplayed, yeah, it, it, and it will it will be played on Christmas Eve this year. And Courtney's dad
0: will probably play it a whole day on Christmas Eve as well.
1: <laughs> I I can I I can I can stomach this movie like maybe four or five times in a row it more
0: than twice in a row. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then and then I get like because like I, I like. Because after like the fourth or fifth time, you can just start like just saying it word yeah, for word. I remember
0: some of the lines, and I haven't seen it in years.
1: <laughs> I I I enjoy this movie. Like it's still it, it holds a
0: place. I mean, to be my fair, heart. my mother talks yeah. about this movie a lot. She says you'll shoot your eye out all the time. She says have a fa ra 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 Christmas. We have um what we, that, what not to fuck? people. <laughs> <laughs> she um. <laughs> Every once in a while, we'll go get Chinese food on Christmas. You know, it is what it is. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to finish up the notes section, Zach, while you have your little fit. Um, A theatrical sequel involving Ralphie and his family called It Runs in the Family, was made in 1994. With the exceptions of Teddy Moore as Miss Shields and Gene Shepard as the narrator, it features an entirely different cast. It received a limited release before being retitled My Summer Story for home release and television release. So they... So, Uh basically, ten years later, they did a sequel, and no one came back except for the teacher and Gene Shepard as the voiceover.
1: I'm surprised they couldn't get, um... Uh, the original actor well, for Ralphie back. Because the timeline That's of the movie
0: of... took place the summer after he gets the PB gun. So 10 years later, Billingsley is going to be like probably close to 20, if not 25. No, because no, cause the film came out in, in 84. Film, film came out in 83. About like f- 83. And they filmed it like a year or two before. And he was
1: about like. So. And uh, actually, yeah, he was about like yeah, he was 10 probably like ten. He's
0: between ten and twelve. So add ten years to that, and he's uh, anywhere between twenty and
1: twenty three. Uh, just have him like have fucking, him walk around like, on his knees, cut his legs off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey guys, it's me, Ralphie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm sorry, you being <laughs> b- almost so sorry. <laughs>
0: Christmas Story Two was another sequel which ignores the references and events made in My Summer Story and was released direct to DVD direct uh, directed video in 2012. It was directed by Brian Levant, and it was filmed in um, British Columbia, Canada.
1: Okay, I, I I might look at the My Summer Story. I, yeah. I, I might look into that. I, I refuse to watch it. You refuse Christmas to watch it
0: yet. in to, the 2012 one?
1: <laughs> I refuse to watch that one. I've seen the trailers... I have seen people review it. Hell, when I was a fan of the Nostalgia Critic, I watched him (laughs) review it. Like, God, that movie is terrible. I believe it.
0: I I just, no.
1: Here here are a list of sequels that we will not watch. A Christmas Story 2. Hell, there's a sequel to Big Fat Liar. (laughs) Called Bigger, Fatter Liar. (laughs) I watched it. Randomly one summer. I wanted to die. <laughs> Bigger,
0: fatter, waste of time.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, All right, Zachy man. boy, let's
0: move on to the plot so we can get this shit going.
1: All right. Um, the film is presented in a series of vignettes with narration provided by the adult Ralphie Parker. Just uh, as he reminisced on, the partic- on one particular Christmas when he was nine years old, Ralphie only wanted one thing the Christ- uh, that Christmas, a red, rather a red, rubber cover action, two hundred shot, uh, range model air rifle. Uh, I actually would be. I actually remember that whole entire thing when I was like <laughs> little too, the, the entire BB gun thing. Uh, Ralphie's desire is rejected by his mother, his teacher, Miss uh, Shields, and even a Santa he Claus that takes his department store, <laughs> all giving him the same warning. You'll, you'll shoot, shoot your, your eye, eye out, out kid. kid. Uh, Christmas morning arrives and Ralphie uh, dives into his uh, and dives into his presents. He does receive some presents that he enjoys, but he is disappointed that he did not receive the one thing he wanted more than anything. It appears that all the presents have been opened when his father uh, directs him to look at one last present that is hidden. Ralphie opens it and reveals the Red Ryder uh, BB gun. Ralphie takes the gun outside and fires it at a target uh, perched on a metal sign. Very stupid. stupid idea, kid. Um, in the backyard. However, the BB gun rickshades the, the back and knocks his glasses off while searching for them, thinking that he indeed shot his eye out. He steps on them, breaks them. Uh, he, lies to his, he lies to his mother that an icicle broke, in, broke his glasses. <coughs> um... Uh, she believes uh, him, Ralphie, is in bed on Christmas night with his gun by his side. i s- <laughs> not safe. <laughs> God. 1940s, what a time to be alive. Uh, the adult Ralphie narrates that this was the best present ever So that's ever- essentially
0: the legit plot of A Christmas Story. A kid wants a gun, he gets the gun, he hurts himself. Lesson learned. But interspersed with the main story are several loosely related vignettes, including the Parkers and family, and, like, other friends. And we have all the vignettes over here that fill out most of the plot. Um,
1: I also I, I also didn't realize, I didn't mean to well, read no, it the was, entire plot. I was plot, letting because like, there's only
0: three small paragraphs. I will read the rest of it over here. So, <clears throat> the old man, Ralphie's father, wins a major. This is one of the vignettes. Wins a major award in a contest a tam a table lamp in the shape of a woman, woman's leg wearing a fishnet stocking. The old man is overjoyed, but Mrs. Parker yep. is not. The battle of the lamp develops, ending with Miss Parker accidentally destroying it. Much of the old man's fury. Unable to fix the lamp, he defeatingly buries the remains in the backyard.
1: Ah, uh, fishnets. They were they still still are back now. Then. <laughs> yes,
0: another vignette are. with the old man. Uh, also, he's all, he starts fighting a never-ending battle with the malfunctioning furnace at the home. His frustrations cause him to swear quite often, including one profanely laden rant heard as gibberish that the adult Ralphie says, it's still hanging in space over Lake Michigan.
1: That's actually, I, I like that line.
0: Uh, another source of the frustration for the old man is the dogs that belong to the Bumpus family, the hillbilly neighbors that live next door. The Bumpuses own at least 758 smelly hound dogs that harass the old man whenever he comes home from work. On Christmas Day, the dogs ruin the family's dinner by romping through their kitchen and eating their turkey, forcing the family to go to Chinese uh, to go to a Chinese restaurant for ch- Christmas dinner. Those are all the old man vignettes. Um, Ralphie and his friends Flick and Schwartz are tormented by the neighborhood bullies Scott, uh, Scott Farkas and Grover Dale, who's a toady. Uh, Ralphie eventually snaps and beats up Farkas. Uh, Miss Parker catches him mid-fight, and Ralphie expects her to tell the old man, but both his parents brush it off. Flick accepts a triple dog. Oh, this is the uh, Flick's tongue. <clears throat> Flick accepts a triple dog dare from Schwartz To stick his tongue to a flagpole outside His tongue freezes to the pole uh, Requiring assistance from the police and fire department To free him Although the teacher, Miss Shields to some extent Knows how it happened Nobody confesses or blames anybody And the incident is dropped with further Those are in so reverse I, Oh no, they're not told in proper order They're just told that There's like, here's some vignettes Okay Yeah Okay um, After getting a Christmas tree While attempting to f- uh, help fix a flat tire on the ride home Ralphie utters a major profanity Oh fudge, but it's fuck. And when when they get home, his mother washes his mask out with some life boy soap. Ralphie, in an act of what he later describes as inex, inexorable official justice for the flagpole incident, blames Schwartz for teaching him the, the word when in fact he heard it repeatedly from his old man. Ralphie's mom informs Schwartz's mom over the phone, who turn who turn loudly shrieks and punishes Schwartz immediately. You can hear Schwartz going, "What did I do? I don't know why you're hitting me." <laughs>
1: So, um, fun little thing. So, in the, the only good thing that the musical mm-hmm. version does, you actually get to see oh, the other side cool. of the phone like that. when that happens. You, well, you, 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 you of course don't get to see Schwartz get his ass kicked, but like, but but, but, but you do yeah, see the cool. mom freak out. I just I, I, well, I dude, like dude that. They do budgetary reason. I always wonder what happened. Th- they on weren't this. able to do
0: it. They were just like, hey, we're not gonna hire an extra actor. We'll just have one of the stagehands si- the stage hands yell into a phone quickly. And just start start beating beating up a a kid. kid. (laughs) Uh, That night, Ralphie melodramatically imagines going blind from soap poisoning. This is my favorite vignette. Where he's like, I thought I'd go blind at 21, but it was actually when I decided to eat soap. And he rocks in with a cane and his glasses and his family's like, oh no, he's blind. (laughs) It's so stupid. What happened? It was
1: soap (laughs) poisoning. It's so
0: stupid. That's one of the better ones, though. Another vignette with Ralphie. Uh, Ralphie, a fan of the radio program Little Orphan Annie, eagerly awaits the arrival of a decoder pin um, he has applied to receive. When it comes in the mail, he uses it to decode a secret message at the end of the day's broadcast, but is dismayed to find it is only an advertisement for Ovaltine, the show's sponsor. Yeah. Ovaltine. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <A> crummy
1: commercial? <laughs> Son of a bitch.
0: Uh, f- final two vignettes. Uh, Randy Ralphie's often crying younger brother Refuses to eat a meal on his own for three years With Miss Parker re- relying on trickery Asking him how piggies eat to get him to eat something That was an annoying uh, Randy the only yeah. good line Randy utters the, the kid's not a bad actor it's not his fault um, The only line that Randy uh, The only scene that Randy's great in Is when he's rolling around in the, in the snow Cause his jacket
1: I can't get I can't up. put my arms down <laughs> Annoying he, he goes hey kid
0: what? I can't get up! of <laughs> knock him over. And, oh yeah, here it is. Dressing up for school in the cold winter, Randy must wear so many layers that he can't put his arms down. Among, <laughs> that's another small vignette. And then, among Ralphie's presents, there are some he dislikes, particularly an embarrassing pink bunny onesie from his overbearing Aunt Clara, which his mother finds adorable, but the old man disagrees and says he looks like a deranged Easter bunny.
1: So, um... I I I want to quick touch upon like the the layers that Randy has to wear. He has to take that off at school. How does he Definitely get back into dying. it?
0: Or he doesn't take it <laughs> off at school. and He just rolls with it. Oh, and he's like just like yeah, sweating. He's living in sweat. He's a sweat and monster. dying. He dies of heat stroke every day. He's just <laughs> He's just dying. Although Randy wears so many layers, but Ralphie legit wears a jacket and a hat. <laughs>
1: I think I think it's cause cause Randy's the baby
0: the whole thing is like you're supposed to baby the baby and like you know get them all spruced up but it, <laughs> Ralphie's just sitting out there with a hat and a jacket and Randy's got three hats three jackets two scarves <laughs> rolling up yeah. it's great
1: and he yeah. can't put his arms down cause
0: he's stuck too much it's like when you put on one too many shirts it just doesn't work so that was the plot of A Christmas Story. It sucks that the vignettes weren't told in proper order, but it is what it is when you copy and paste things from Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, uh, what we don't also, do. Also, <laughs> a, thing,
1: a thing not mentioned from the pink uh, bunny onesie is that his overbearing Aunt Clara still thinks he yeah. is a girl. Which I think
0: is funny and doesn't make any sense at all, but it is what it is. Yeah,
1: it does. I'm doesn't. just like, how
0: would you not know? <laughs> You get the Christmas cards. You can see he's a boy. He looks like Zach. He's a little boy. <laughs> you. I
1: hate so you. let's hop
0: onto my mid movie notes. Uh, we each only have a little bit because we've seen this movie before. But um, here's my quick little ones. The family eats meatloaf, red cabbage, and mashed potatoes for dinner every night except for when they go to the Chinese restaurant. Because they're about to have the turkey. Yeah, they're really? about to have the turkey, but they can't eat it, so they go to the Chinese restaurant. But if you pay attention to the other two or three days, all they eat is red cabbage, meatloaf, and mashed potatoes. You can even hear Ralphie go, ooh, red cabbage, my favorite. And then he looks directly at the camera. <laughs> yeah, it's something uh, stupid that I noticed. I was like, wait, he's, he's he's eating so many. Wait, what the fuck?
1: I think one, I also, I don't blame him, because like also, at the time... When kids ate dinner, it was always that they always had. Yeah, a glass that was of weird. He's drinking milk with mashed potatoes,
0: drinking. red cabbage, and meatloaf. I'm like, who drinks milk with meatloaf, bro? That's so gross.
1: Yeah, well, one that's that's just. how well, because the milk timely. Makes your bones
0: grow. You gotta drink a lot, you know.
1: But yeah, One you know, as a kid, like who who was a picky eater, um, and who who kind of still is for the most part. I I I I can't. Really like I if I eat something out of my out of my my norm, I have to yeah. wash it down. So when I was a kid, I had meatloaf with chocolate
0: milk. <laughs> That's not fun. At least you had chocolate milk though. That's not. I know, but it's yeah, not I fun, don't man. Think it is now. <laughs> All right, uh, I got two more little All tiny right. notes. Uh Ralphie says that he wanted the Red Rider BB gun twenty-eight times. This wasn't me remembering this note, this was me finding it in one of the trivia things, not knowing where to put it in the notes, so adding it to my mid movie notes. He says it twenty-eight times that he okay. wants the red rider BB gun. That's crazy.
1: Uh, I thought you just had a pen and paper next to you marked
0: it. I saw that and I was like, I don't know where to put it, so I'll put it here. And my final mid movie note, you'll shoot your eye out, kid, Santa Kick. Santa just kicks him right in the dome. <laughs> well,
1: not even he—he he, kind of just like he, he gives a, a nah, love tap.
0: He kicks him in the dome. He just fucking axe's this kid. He axe-kicks this motherfucker. <laughs>
1: uh, I have little—I have little notes. I have the the reoccurring thing that I've said. I've seen this movie more times than I've seen myself in a mirror. Um, and be sure to drink your be Ovaltine. Sure to
0: drink your Ovaltine. Move on to them reviews. (laughs) So, over the years, the film's critical uh, reception has grown considerably and it is regarded by some as one of the best movies of 1983. Based on 57 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an overall approval rating from critics of an 89% with an average score of 8.53 out of 10. The site's consensus reads, both warmly nostalgic and darkly humorous, a Christmas story deserves its status as a holiday perennial. Whatever that word is. On Metacritic, the score has a 77 yep. out of 100 based on 8 critics, in uh, indicating generally favorable reviews. Uh, in his movie guide, Leonard Maltin uh, awarded the film a rare 4-star rating, calling the film delightful and truly funny for kids and grown-ups alike with a wonderful period flavor. So, Zach, hit Ooh, me up with okay. that good review because you gave it a higher score.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I gave it a, a very significantly high, high
0: higher review. Than
1: me. <clears throat> Uh, good, from James Benedict, or Benardinil. Oh, it's supposed to be, um,
0: yeah. Berard, I, I added the T by accident. It's Berardellini. Berardinelli. Okay. Of course, you've me <laughs> Italian last name. Asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a reoccurring bit for you to give like the Italian last names. i to search the
0: Italian names on the reviews just for you.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, James from Real, from Real Views. <coughs> if you're all oh, dead he's dead <coughs> If you're a fan of Christmas movies uh, or films that use nostalgia as a drive, a Christmas story cannot be missed. Then again, if you're either in, if you're in either category you have no, probably already seen seen this
0: movie unlike elf which I've never seen. <laughs> so the bad review from Vincent Camby of the New York Times. Uh, they said, there are a number of small, unexpectedly funny moments in a Christmas story, but you have to possess the stamina of a pearl diver to find them. What the... F- there are funny moments in this, but you have to so sit mean. through like, such a boring plot to get there. And I get it. It's just so boring.
1: Not not real... Oh, okay. The, okay, but the pearl diver, the, line's, the pearl a diver bit, line's a bit, bit hard. But it's
0: just a metaphor to, you know, to opinionated thoughts it is what it is. So, Zach... What is your review of a Christmas story?
1: Uh, I gave it 9.5. You'll shoot your eye out, kid.
0: And I gave mine 10. 6 Zacks in a pink bunny suit out of 10. <laughs> I hate you. Hey, man. When people see the poster, they'll know exactly what I mean. Not the poster. They uh. That, that's it. They've, they've seen, seen my, my face. face. Zach, put up a picture yeah, of your face right think here. They follow the Instagram. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I put up
1: a picture of you in a bunny suit right fine. here. Fine. I actually have a picture of me and the I've bunny seen you and I've bunny. also seen you
0: do it uh, when, when we used to go to school together also put up a picture of the poster yes. right here <laughs>
1: well, the poster's gonna be the zoom entire thing zoom in on Peter in face right
0: here <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, just giving you editing to do <laughs> we're not doing this again <laughs> we're not doing this again Yeah, man. Go- remember oh. the last time? Yeah, go- <laughs> my go. almost yeah you gotta go back died. to that uh, from under the ring wrestling video where I'm like <laughs> what was it like chop tap chop ambulance body slam <laughs>
1: no 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 no. it was um um ah uh, uh, miss face brawn something
0: <laughs> that was a good one man if you still uh, have that you gotta find it <laughs>
1: that video my guy yeah, guys so I'm the editor of of box office losers that video from from under the ring took me three hours to edit <laughs> that's because I
0: kept saying it really fast <laughs> but dude it showed like that was a good episode
1: <laughs> it took me three hours to edit all the bits that if you Hunter still have did. that episode
0: up on the internet somewhere definitely post a link to it in the description of this episode because I want to find it
1: it's I oh for, from one of the ring is still still nice. on my channel still thriving still like 13 subscribers anyway, you you stopped
0: um, well because yeah you could still review stopped. wrestling movies Anyway, and something to do. Anyway, Zach, close us out. <clears throat>
1: Hold on. <coughs> Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at box office losers, and on Twitter at box losers. We don't care about the Twitter that much. So just follow us we on, have on Instagram. Answer us if you mess. That's us. where you'll. Uh, so Instagram is where you find a lot of the um, kind of like fan art for for the movies, uh, alternate posters. Um, all, all that good jazz you also get to see when the episode gets uploaded to spotify and other channels also don't forget to uh, well subscribe and leave a review share with your friends um definitely help us out we do appreciate you guys we um we, we, we've been checking well I check our anchor analytics and we're doing good we do appreciate yeah, we some of our new listeners.
0: listeners which is great and we definitely thank and
1: you we guys. also and we we also are very happy we finally got female yeah. listeners. How's Holy going, shit. Guys? What
0: episode did you come in on? Let us know. Was it night before? Cuz it probably was. Probably was.
1: <laughs> yeah, it probably was Night movie. before. But yeah, like um we we do appreciate each and every one of you. Um And yeah, so this is episode 2 of the Christmas. Next week time. we'll be covering Christmas vacation.
0: Oh. Hell yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Which is like I will like we I I will do the intro and I will also will give a nice um kind of like uh a monologue on why this movie means so awesome. much to me
0: and then we got a double feature right, guys, coming um, on the 24th and the 25th similar similarly to what we did during october they're not it's not a sequel yes. though it's just like we wanted to cover a couple extra christmas movies to to pad out our library and also to give you guys more content so thank you guys so much uh, bye-bye
1: Oh yep. well, no but also wait, wait before bye wait where can oh, they yeah, find
0: shit. you? You can find me at Scruffy Moose Man on all the other social medias. Uh, you can find my podcast, Pound That Button, at Pound That Button on social media. And it also that comes out every Tuesday at 10 a.m. You can find my comic book podcast, Android's Amazing Podcast, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. This week we covered Christmas comic books, and it's a fun old time. And I got another podcast launching sometime soon, so be on the lookout for that. God, you have a lot of I also have a secret po- podcast doing? project that I'm not telling too many people about because I need to iron it out 100%. There are are two episodes out, so if you find it, you can let me know. Then you can also
1: follow me at Dark DarkShadowsAke virtually anywhere. You can find me on social media. Um, Also, I am a contributor for the Sports Hit List. I believe today I will be on their live segment. Uh, So, yeah.
0: Sounds good. All right, peace out, guys. guys. Now, (laughs) bye-bye.
1: Goodbye.